De la patrulla de Minos de California. Weather headlines for today, yes. Welcome to the Revenue Generator Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear how industry leaders integrate sales, marketing, product, and customer success into a single business unit with a common goal of optimizing their revenue cycle. We'll unearth how innovators integrate data, technology, people, and processes to expedite demand generation and increase recurring revenue. Sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet a member of the Revenue Generation. Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the Revenue Generation share solutions for how you can integrate your business to optimize revenue. I'm your host and CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell, and today we're going to discuss how to use community-based marketing for more conversions. Joining us is Anna Tutska, who is the head of digital marketing at ManyChat, which has exploded into the number one chat marketing platform in the world. Deployed by nearly 2 million businesses across 190 countries, ManyChat is driving sales, qualifying leads, and nurturing customer relationships for business all around the globe. And today, Anna and I are going to be talking about turning community into marketing. Okay, here's my conversation with Anna Tutska, who is the head of digital marketing at ManyChat. Welcome to the podcast, Anna. Hi, Doug. Thanks a lot for having me. Well, it's great to have you. I have to say, it's not a topic we lean into often here, so I'm really glad to be digging into community marketing. Are there examples of organizations that are doing community-based marketing well, in your opinion? And I would say, for me, my go-to has always been Marketo was the gold standard for a very long time. Marketo is great. HubSpot is amazing. And ManyChat, we're doing pretty good with our community. We have over 100,000 people within our community. Our customers, our educators, influencers, all are there, and it's been a great resource. And where are communities operating these days? Are they on proprietary platforms like ManyChat, or are you finding that there's more diversity of channels like Facebook and Slack and other areas that that organizations typically are building and marketing to communities? There are a lot of platforms that companies can tap into. I really enjoy thinking from the perspective of the user or the potential community member where they hang out. So you need to adjust to their needs. So it's convenient for them to enter the community and it's of their daily habit to be there. So for us, it turned out to be Facebook since we're all about messenger automation and our customers were there. There are a lot of other platforms. Some people prefer building communities on Instagram, Telegram, there is a great platform that is called Mighty Networks. There is a ton. So just need to explore and see what is preferred by your customers. And quite often, we we actually leap to the platforms before considering and thinking about how to actually build a community, right? How to create that core idea that are going to attract folks that will come in based on that core idea, that message, the benefit to them. So is that something you run into is that folks are kind of skipping forward to tooling or do you find that most organizations have understood they've got to really start from the basics? You really need to start from the basics and again, understand your customers and what they need and what you can offer to them, you know, of value. Because I think we, back in the days where we could, you know, offer the product, there wasn't a lot of competition within the software space, especially, and customers were getting what they 
you know, were offered. Right now, the market is saturated. So you really need to be creative and figuring out how to meet those needs. And thinking of your customer base, whether they want to be, you know, connected with other fellows within the similar interests or whether they need more education from the company or they need more education, you know, from other businesses or agencies, just think what they need and offer that within the community. So it's less about offering your product. It's more about serving the customers. So the underlying premise here is that there's a gap, there's a need in the community, there's a need within the prospects within your customer base that's not being filled. And that gap can be filled by community. Are there signs, so let's say I'm, I'm starting out, I'm thinking about a community marketing approach, I'm, I'm day one, Anna, right? I'm really starting from the foundation, if you will. Are there signs that a community marketing approach could work? In other words, Am I looking for gaps within that community that I've identified as being our, my selling community and saying only if I identified those gaps, I can start with a community approach? Or is community marketing really for anybody? If they're clever, I'm going to have to figure out what the angle is. I would say community marketing is for everybody because that's such a great resource that you can tap into long term. It takes a lot of time and effort and resources to build it out but you'd be so grateful in six, 12, like 18 months when you see that, okay, I've got the community of my customers. I've got the community of my, you know, potential customers that I am constant communication with and I can serve them and therefore they can be observed to me as well. So I would recommend everyone, every business to start building the community day one. Okay. Okay. Walk, crawl, run. Let's use this as a as a metaphor for folks that are actually in this place where they're thinking about community marketing. So what does walk look like? So what am I starting with? I, again, I want to build this program from scratch. I've got my company. I've got product market fit. I've got a decent sized customer base. I'm running into maybe a wall. My marketing mix is suffering in some place. Let's say digital events aren't working out for me. And I'm considering this. I'm thinking about adding this as an element. What's my basic walk stage? What am I looking at? Or crawl stage, sorry. Before we actually jump into that, what I wanted to mention, all of those things could be answered by the community. If you struggle and you don't know like what out of the marketing mix is working or not, you can always tap into community and just ask them. And they'd be happy, happy, happy to share this with you because people enjoy to be heard. People enjoy to serve and help as well. It's mind-blowing how responsive those folks are. But let me get back to your question. So you are asking about where you should start. As I already mentioned, start with a lot of research, a lot of research of your customers, a lot of interviews with your customers, a lot of connections and communications with your potential customers to get to know what they want, what their interests are, where they hang out, what they're already, you know, getting from you as a brand and where is this gap and potential that you can offer them. So that's the first thing. The second thing is try to think of your resources and understand if you can meet, you know, those needs. Do you have content team that will help out with content? Do you have active community members that 
not community members, but if you have already, you know, active customers who would be willing to become the active community members and help you out with the community. Do you have educators or, I don't know, friends, you know, I don't know what businesses we're talking about here, or I don't know, departments that would be happy to participate in this community to make sure that it's going to be always lovely, active and engaging. So you mark that, you know, that you have all these resources to support that, then think of the platform where you want to launch this community. And again, this first initial step will help you to realize that, understand where your customers are, and then thinking what's the easiest path for them to get into community. For example, if you know that they're on social media networks, build a community there. If you know that they are on your app all the time, think if you can use the tools that can help you build the community within the app so they don't need to jump from one tool to another. Or think if you're planning to do, let's say, community where you can offer multiple education and courses free and paid, think of the options, you know, that would work too. And lastly, launch the community and build the community acquisition plan that will help you to bring in more people there. So it's active right out of the gate. So a lot there. Let me unpack it and kind of parse this out in terms of how maybe we would get started. So the first question I feel like that's underlying your answer on at the end of the day is what's going to be the core activity within the community? In other words, what's their motivation? You mentioned this out of the gate. Are folks looking for connection? Are folks looking for education? Are they looking for both? So really identifying what's the core that's going to drive that community. And then do you have the resources to support the kind of kernels of that community? Do you have customers that are active? Would they be willing seed participants in the community? And also, are you able to create content, educational and otherwise, that support and kind of seed the community and its growth as it goes? And then you also made some really a really good point, which is sort of build your community where they are. Are they already active on a particular social media platform? We'll go to that area. And I'm, I'm wondering, so I've got this great start on it. You've given us perfect advice. I'm six months in, right? I built an acquisition plan so I can keep this engine going. That's working well. At what point am I struggling with connecting with the audience such that I would actually move to a community platform? What's that tipping point for most companies? I would say the biggest struggle is at the beginning because it's easy to bring in people to the community that is already active. So they, they can see a lot of, you know, conversations going on, a lot of interesting ideas to tap into. So that's pretty easy. People want to be a part of such communities if their interest is aligned. The hardest part is to bring people in there. So you would need to really tap into the resources and to fill this community with content and then to constantly support that conversation but by being there yourself. To give you an example, when we launched our community at ManyChat, that was the goal for the whole company. And it's not only the community manager that was always there. It's also a ton of folks from the marketing team a lot of folks from the product team and our founder and CEO, Mike, who would show up there on the weekly basis, do lives, handle conversations, and just he was there for people. And that was the most exciting part for our customers to tap into this resource. So I would say, think what you can offer early stage to get this conversation going. 
It sounds like it's a commitment really at the end of the day. And it's not just a marketing team commitment, but you're saying it's an organizational commitment. It's a belief in the community's impact on the bottom line and your ability to grow. So, you know, you mentioned community managers just a moment ago in your answer on, and I, I want to tease that out, particularly because what I find is quite often we think of tooling first, or we think of hiring a community manager first, but in many ways, that community manager really is the ultimate facilitator of the resources, really the, the representatives of the community. In many ways, they're not somebody whose job is to deliver the community. They're the voice of the community. Is that an approach you recommend companies take is to really think about that community manager, not as an architect, but as an advocate for the community? I'm glad that you brought it up because that's exactly the way I see the community admin. It's the person who is always there within the community, who knows what community is talking about, who knows what community is asking for, and in constant conversations with them. And then this person knows when it's needed to tap into the product and to pull some product information to serve for the community, or they can tap into content and provide some interesting content that can spark conversations or to create some events where he can bring the community even tighter together to, I don't know, either get to know each other better or to ask questions, you know, for the brands or to even help create communities of their own. Like that's what we actually did with ManyChat. We went outside of our Facebook community group and we started thinking, how can we create more local communities within different countries, within different states, and help active community members there to facilitate that. We actually went on a road trip at some point. I think it was a couple of years ago, like beautiful summer, where every week someone from the marketing team would go on an event just to meet the community members there to help spark this, you know, conversations. I love the idea of that content. And I have to say, I'm already volunteering myself to go on the road and actually do the recordings for our community. That's a great tip. Uh, and, I, and I have to say, I think what I want to do wrap things up, because we've done a really good job of really kind of covering the, the aspects of community and how to start a community. In many ways, we're, we're giving a tutorial on starting from scratch. And what I'd love to do is have you share, what are some initial benchmarks for success? In other words, what are those KPIs that marketing leaders should be looking to, to know, hey, yes, I've successfully begun and I have momentum within a community? That's a beautiful question because I'm a huge proponent of looking at data and seeing, does it really make sense? Like it's taken so much resources, it's taken so much time, like where we can actually see the value. And initially it's all about community high level metrics, like how is community growing? How is it engaged or not engaged? Like doing different surveys. We actually survey our community every month and just see what is the NPS, whether they're happy to be a part of the community or whether it, something is lacking. But then once you have your community for, you know, six months, maybe 12 months, you can start connecting it with more meaningful metrics. So the ones that we are looking at is out of the people who are within the community, how do they interact with the product? Do they use more product features? Do they stay with the company longer? Like, do they turn less? Basically, everything connected to lifetime value of the customer and how community, you know, provides impact for that. And the third level, it's actually even more. Once you realize, and you will realize that those folks who are part of the community engaged, they're 
lifetime value is higher, the average order value is always higher, then you think how I can tap into the community even more, and then it's the value that you can't even measure. So for me as head of marketing, we do so many fun stuff and activities with active members of the community that I think that they're my marketing part of the marketing team because when we're launching a new product outside let's say of the united states i don't have any capacity or even visibility to this market i tap into the community when we invited to speak at the event and i don't have resources internal resources to send someone to the event we tap into the community when we create educational content and we don't have a lot of let's say expertise in certain industry we tap into the community and you can't really measure that. It's just such a great resource to have. Well, a lot of good tips in there. And I, I think, uh, I think what I'd say here is that ultimately the core of the community benefit that you're speaking to is you should expect high interaction with products. You should expect that retention rates for members of the community are higher, but at the end of the day, you're talking about the benefits to the unit economics of the business, your CAC to LTV ratio over time should frankly, be better if you're executing this well. And it feels like the starting point is just really solid indications that the community is healthy, like net promoter scores. And I learned a ton today. I really appreciate your being on the podcast. Thanks a lot, Doug. That was fun. All right. That wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator Podcast. Thanks to Anna Tutska, who is the head of digital marketing at ManyChat for joining us today. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Anna and I are going to dig in and discuss supercharging your influencer campaigns. If you can't wait until our next episode, would like to learn more about Anna, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit her company website at manychat.com. Just one link in our show notes I want to tell you about if you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, head over to revgenpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, apply to be a speaker on the Revenue Generated Podcast, or you can even share revenue generation questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is at RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Sorry, no TikTok. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Market Advocate. If you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream of RevGen strategies in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. Okay. That's all for today, but until next time, keep cranking because the revenue isn't going to generate itself. 